Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. We're back. I don't know where we've been, but we, we're back anyway. So me and David again, we've got an interesting podcast today. I guess that's kind of a dumb thing to say because it's not like, well, we've got a really boring podcast. <laughs> Never are we boring. <laughs> we might be meandering. We might be rabbit chasing, but we're not boring. So we talked about one of the questions that we get a lot of times I'm curious about it myself. I know we talk a lot about our motors and our wind turbines, but startup speed specifically. And we need to kind of review what what that means and why it is and what are the dynamics of it. So let's just start off. David, what's the what's the question you get? Okay, startup speed, you know. Startup speed. What's the question you get from the customer? You know, biggest question is 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 what is the turbine startup speed? I mean, that's the that's the okay. question. What's the what's the startup speed? Well, a lot of people don't understand what the startup speed is. Startup speed is exactly as it sounds. It's at the wind it takes for the turbine to start up and start spinning. That doesn't mean starts producing. Starts spinning. You'll start okay. seeing rotation of the blades at a certain speed, at a certain wind speed. For instance, the 11 blade in the dual and the 9 blade in the single PMGs, the startup speed is 6 miles per hour. Okay, that's the startup speed. So it will start spinning. You will see the blades begin to rotate. The actual cut-in speed, cut-in is actually when it cuts in and starts making power, over-voltage power, that would be over the battery voltage. So now it is producing energy that is actually going to go into the battery. Okay, so let's break that down. So if the if the 6.1 mile an hour wind comes along and starts spinning, that's not producing over the what are we what are we saying? I guess it'd be whatever's in the battery bank at the time, right? So right. if it was a drained battery and yeah. it, it would be 13. Yeah, a drain battery may be, say, 12.6. 12.6. It may be sitting wow, there okay. 12. That'd yeah. be bad, though. Yeah, it? it would be sitting there 12.6. Well, with no with no charging on it whatsoever, 12.6 is full. 12.6, okay. 12.7 is full. But if if it starts charging, then You're, you, start, okay. you should that, start I'm seeing. You know, like so you can, go like, you can go to like 13 or 14. Yeah, 14.4 is the, is the is, high is level. The top. You know? Yeah. So let's just say you were sitting there. Let's just say those two were sitting there, though, and it was a 12-volt battery that you had depleted your batteries down to 50% DOD. They're sitting at about 12-volt. I'm going to let you get by with DOD. Depth of discharge, (laughs) meaning how far you – what depth have you discharged the batteries to? How many percent? And 12.6 is as bad as you want to go. 12.6 is as full full in a resting state. 12 is as bad as you ever want to be. I mean, 12 is – bad no you know that's that 12 is danger i mean and just to be clear i keep stumbling on this this is why if you call in you don't want to talk to me you want to talk to david <laughs> because how many times has he said 12 6 is full and i keep saying well, 12, 12, 12, 12. so okay yeah so we're we're down to so we're down at 12 at 12 we've, we've ran and a 6.1 mile an hour wind comes along 
nothing's going to happen. Probably right? nothing's going to happen, but it doesn't mean that at eight that it needs to get to eight. Eight is where it will start producing twelve six. Okay, so it may get to seven and start producing over twelve volts. You know, and anything that anything that it once it hits battery voltage, if if the battery is at twelve point zero, and and the turbine starts spinning and it hits twelve point zero one. No matter how small that is, a little bit of a trickle is going in. It is starting to go into the battery. And remember, there's different batteries. So, so some people call us and they're like, Hey, I've got a 10 mile an hour wind and I really don't see that this thing is doing anything. So we start asking the battery chemistry and they start telling, Well, I went and bought a bunch of old batteries from the scrapyard down there and. And they, uh, here, let me let her in. We got Lucy (laughs) snuffling at the door. So we're going (laughs) to, that was pretty funny. (laughs) Rabbit hole. Uh, So they, they went down and they've bought these batteries at the junkyard and, you know, and they're, there's a reason they're they're not a deep cycle battery. (laughs) Yeah. They, they just not, they're just not intended for a, and so that maybe they have a high resistance value and a resistance value means exactly what it says. It's the resistance it has against taking charge. So there's a resistance value in every battery. And so that's why we okay, recommend Okay, so hold on right batteries. there. Is the resistance not just the voltage? It's, saying, it's not. It's not. Resistance, well, where does the resistance come in from? Then? Resistance can, be, can come in from, it's basically ohms. Ohms is a resistance. Right. And so it can be played into just by the actual material the battery is made from. Okay. For instance, our blue batteries. The North Star Blue batteries, the two Explorer battery, it is almost, it's got a, a zero to point like 0.05 resistance value. Hardly any resistance is made in that battery. And they do that with, with what they add. They add a, our carbon to the diodes and makes it. So they're making it very They easy. make it where Versus no if I just went to Walmart and right, bought, a, bought an old, you know, $69 battery off the shelf and I'm going to go run my solar system. Well, my blue battery is going to start taking charge at a lot less wind speed because the resistance factor is less. But so is is your is the challenge here on a on a let's just say a not good battery is that then your voltage just has to be higher to overcome that resistance? It does. And what happens is when it hits resistance, hitting resistance is almost like hitting a dead short. And you've seen our our wind turbines before. And when what happens when we dead short our turbine? They stop. It stops, right? It, <laughs> well, it tries it to stop. It tries to stop. <laughs> so that's what you're doing. When you dead short, you're hitting full resistance. I mean, you know what I mean? You're hitting the, the brakes of it. You're hitting the brake. So you're hitting full resistance. So the less resistance I have on a battery, the less brake I have. So it will not slow down my turbine. So the more resistance I, I put you. on it, it's actually going to hold that turbine back and keep it from overcoming that battery voltage. So it's got to have a little bit more wind to get that thing to go ahead and, and spin on and actually start producing amperage. Because that's really that's what our big deal is. I mean, I know we talk about wattage and all, but that's really what we're doing. We have got to overcome the once we hit once we hit battery voltage, we have to overcome that resistance so we can start pushing that amperage, which the amperage is what's going to charge the battery and it's going to it's going to dictate how fast a battery charges, right? Okay. If I'm if I put in one amp at a you know a trickle charge of a small you know there again filling up the filling up the bucket. If I if I start dripping the water in, gotcha. it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Now if I just turn the hose on, <laughs> you know higher amperage, it's going to in the flow is going to become a lot greater and it's going to it's going to fill up a lot quicker. 
and that's what you're that's what we're trying to do there so you know when when we talk about you know the cut-in speed there again and the overall you know start just because it's starting up doesn't mean it's producing and we have to hit the cut-in speed on a normal flooded lead acid battery on say a nine blade there again just on our on our freedom series or our freedom series or our legacy series they're going to be a cut-in speed on a nine blade of about eight mile an hour the the actual startup is going to be around six mile an hour okay and and what we're getting to here is it is it's basically a matrix of saying what right right i mean that's kind of where we're coming back to is that based on your your number of blades and the generator that it's spinning is going to deal with but we've got some generalities here we've got right about six miles an hour what right what it takes okay i want to take this a little bit because you know this has come up also too very related is well if six blades is good then 11's got to be better right <laughs> and yeah. and that is even 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 i know this one and i would say i want you to, to give me more details on it but but if you take that analogy to an extreme and you said okay or say three blades is good, 11's got to be better, then the the natural end of that would be, well, if you bolted a sheet of plywood onto it and it was just a solid, then it ought to be best. Right. And and that is... And that's exactly, <laughs> that's the greatest analogy that you can use because that's exactly what you run into. You run into a wind wall. But that's what that is doing. It's actually, right. correct me if I'm wrong, more more blades right. is really slowing it it down. slows it down. Yeah, it's, it, it's I mean, going to limit your. Production. You think it's catching more yeah. wind, and what it's yeah. really 11, doing. Eleven blade, eleven blade Freedom Two turbine will never, ever reach maximum output. Ever, it can't. It can't. It's, it's you just got a wall of plastic because up. you've got a wall of plastic. In, and as and plastic, so you have, excuse me, we right. should probably edit that out. It's not yeah. plastic. It's, it's carbon fiber. Carbon fiber. Right. <laughs> but uh, what you're doing is you've got equal, re- not equal reaction. You have reaction on the backside of the blade, just like you had on the front of the blade. So as you have the wind come across the blade, and if you ever if you get to get a chance, like in our one of our other videos here, our podcast, we told you we got the the workshop coming up, and you could see this firsthand. When a blade hits, it's not actually pushing. It's not like it's cupping and catching that wind and cupping. It's deflecting across, kind of like an airplane wing. Or it's well, and I've seen it. If I'm wrong, it's a screw. Right, right, and it's going to as it hits it. It's going to cause that that basically that screw effect. Yes, it's going to and it it hits it and it and it's pushing it the opposite direction. It's the wind is not actually pushing it. It is deflecting it around and keeping it away. So the higher the deflection of the wind, the faster the, the turbine will go, the faster the blades will go. But on the back side of that blade, you also have resistance there. And so in the same instance, kind of, it's for, is it forming a vacuum back there? Yes, and it'll form kind of a vacuum. And what what will happen is eventually that vacuum will come equal to you know no matter what the wind speed is in the front it will become equal to it and it will actually limit you out about about three-fourths the production of the actual turbines capability you know i mean that's about as hard as it can go so sometimes when we have somebody that has a real high wind zone and there's not going to be there a lot we will recommend a higher blade count than when they actually need because they don't actually need that much energy, you know. If we if we've sized the system yeah, like in our last podcast, so if you put a three blade wind turbine in Montana, right, 
you'd burn. Yeah, I'm going to crank on. I mean, you, you better have a big battery bank or have a great uh, or a dump area. Or a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that's going to be great because it's going to produce a ton of energy. Whereas I might I might go up there and put on a 9-blade a or an 11-blade, depending on the, you know, and say, you know, I know I'm going to have plenty of wind. I'm not worried about the production of it. I, you know, I just need maybe... 2000 watts a day to be produced and you know whereas if i put a three blade on i well, might come up with so what does that look 5, like watts. so we've said it kind of and we're just a working number here six miles is a cutting what's the what's the max where you would i mean would we ever find some place where there's a max where we're like uh oh, there's too much wind yeah you will there again montana wyoming Base of the mountains where the where the we have the thermals coming off in the evenings even out through kansas iowa i mean you Maybe even up through Nebraska, you're going to get some strong winds there. Our turbines are rated at 90, 90 mile an hour wind load. That's, you know, that's, we've we've tested them at ninety. That's getting it. You know, anything over ninety, you, you're getting into national news that you've made national news. That, you know, <laughs> like we talked about here, where right. the roof I mean, of the building is now down yeah, the street. So it's yeah. So that that's what you're doing. Well, there. Or, the, or better yet, if you think ninety is not much, stick your head out the window when yeah, you're driving yeah. seventy on the interstate yeah. and see what and, happens. To your and face. a lot of a lot of times, I mean, the the actual tire themselves cannot take the. Yeah. You know, it's a tire failure that happens at that point, not the turbine coming apart. Okay, so. So yeah, did we? A, do you think we answered the question, or we meandered enough? No, I think <laughs> we answered the question. You know, we got you know. Every, other another big question that they have is you know, well, why would I go G four versus G five? Well, that or or a Falcon blade. Well, G four is meant for lower wind speed. And, and let's be specific in case somebody who's not familiar with it. So we have a G four, which is a which is a black composite plastic. Right? Was it black, black or, and gray? Or gray? Sorry, yep. that's right. Black. Yep. Gray. And and it's how how long twenty nine inches twenty nine inches and then the G five is, is is a black only and it's going to be thirty three or thirty eight inches and those are monsters and they're the big they're, yeah they're a lot big. wider and same composite same 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 material you, yes you uh, can't and they're meant they're <laughs> meant for the higher wind situations they're meant for anything about ten mile an hour and over you know if you if you have consistent wind the cutting speed will be about ten or the 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 and startup is, speed will be about 10. And this is the G5. Yeah. This is the and bigger the blade. Cut-in speed will be about 12. So we're needing a little bit more wind. So if you're in an area that doesn't have good wind like that, that's not the blade for you. And then the Falcon goes right along that. And the Falcon is our aircraft-grade aluminum. You know, and it it's one of our originals. It's a great blade. It's made – it does a really good job. A lot of people like to paint our, our turbines and, and have – colors or decoration and that's the one that you can do that on i mean that falcon is the one that you can do is that it on. is it still better to to not i mean i know we're talking about minute degrees of difference if you do that you need to be very very cautious of making sure that you're keeping within the 10 gram perimeter because all of our blades we we match every one of our blades on the g5 there are no more than five grams difference even on an 11 blade deal there's no more than five grams of five difference. paper clips yeah and any in any of the blades that we going to sell in that actual unit, G five were G five and the and the Falcons were ten gram because they're a lot they're just a lot bigger. They weigh about two pounds each, whereas the G five or G four weighs about a pound per blade. So, uh, so that's what we're doing there. So if if for every reason that you break a blade, which you've had major catastrophe if you've done that, but if you break it. Don't just go buy a, a, a blade and think, oh, it's good enough. Because if we give you a blade that we said your original ones was were four forty fives, 
and you buy the next one it's a 485 it's going to be way out of balance it's always going to want to be at the bottom and just in particular i mean people get jinky about the the composite blades i think the only thing that i've seen that broke them is and you think you too is a storm come along I mean, a big storm come and throw something seriously. Yes, something must it. impact. Typically, only time I've ever seen them fail was something that actually impacted the blade. There was, and, and we're there talking was a strike, like, you know, a tower strike a, or a or a, a piece yeah. of debris come and flies through. Tower strike is a big one because some people design a tower in a, in a in a manner that they get it too close to the to the actual turbine head, you know, or they'll they don't they don't design it as such that it's too close because our, our our bracket holds it away. But what they'll do is they'll make a, a big tower, maybe out of four, five, six inch pipe, and not give enough below that. And we really, you need about on on most of our stuff, you need about five foot of inch and a half. The last five foot needs to be an inch and a half schedule forty. That way, there's no chance of that just blade coming back in there, it. right? Because if I have a six inch, well, I'm just that much closer to the blade, and and so that eighty mile an hour and that ninety mile an hour I talked about is going to go shrink down because there will be blade deflection. I mean, as wind starts pushing pushing against it, right. There's going to be blade deflection back into it. And so if I'm closer with my tower, I could strike and guy wire rings. That's where some people really mess up and put guy wire rings because it'll start deflecting back and it'll get into a guy wire ring. Most of the time it's debris, flying debris that actually gets one, a limb, I mean, tree branch, anything. I mean, it's kind of like a helicopter rotor. When you get these things spinning at, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred RPM. It doesn't take much, you know, much much force to be pushed into those to really make something catastrophically fail. Okay. All right. So we wandered all over creation. Did yes. we? Did we answer? I think we answered everything. If you have more questions on blades or the blade count that you need, there again, me, Sam, Buck, Chris, any of us guys here at the store that are answering the phones. Thank you for excluding me yeah. from that list. That you just phone, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Anyone just give us a call. but Wes. <laughs> Don't call Wes. <laughs> just give us a call. We'll tell you. Know, we'll do some calculations for you and tell you what's going to be best for your area. All right. Oh, and we always want to end up our podcast. I'm, I'm thinking we're done. We done? No, I'm done. Okay, but don't stop listening to the podcast yet because planning on February to have our workshop. So if you ever wanted to learn everything, it's a great workshop, hands-on we're going to take you out to the wind tunnel and let you see if you can hold on to the sides while we crank it up. Um, no, we don't do that. The insurance would have a, have <laughs> yeah, a cow don't do that. <laughs> but really great hands-on workshop. We're pretty sure that we can do this rain or shine or yeah. Rona. You know, we'll make sure that we follow all the, the, the guidelines, you know, based on that. But be looking for email if you're signed up. Check out our Facebook page. A couple other places we'll be posting it. And sign up quick. The class usually fills up pretty quick. So if you're interested in coming, I want to say, I can't remember we look at I really need to write this down. I think it's the 20th. Is it the 20th? I think it's, I think the, it's 20th. the 20th. We think it's the 20th because yeah. we had a another situation where we had to move it to the 20th. Yeah. So, yeah. But take a look at that. And otherwise, thanks for tuning in, and we'll, we'll keep bringing you podcasts. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, 
It keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.